0: Okay, Liza, are you ready? Great. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo. Are you a Taylor Swift person? Uh, 100%. Okay. Super fan. Okay, 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 great. Okay. <laughs> so I am not. I like Taylor Swift yeah. casually, but I don't like. I just think she's cool yeah. and like I also like am aware of how much detail she puts into things so I like seeing when people are like she, yeah she's going to release an album because of like all of all these the hints and are like oh these that's tricks. interesting yeah yeah totally but I used to really love her reputation album mm-hmm. which I still do I still think that album is very very good um and I like the concept and I like what it's like signifies in her life yeah. and like all these things but I recently, I feel like I'm leaving my reputation era and I'm in my lover era. That okay. album is so good. I love I've lover. been listening to it a, like a yeah. lot recently. It's very good. What's your favorite Taylor Swift album? Uh,
1: speak Now. Oh, Speak Now dang. Supremacy. Literally any day you put on <laughs> Speak Now, I am Bobbin. And that was like her second, third third
0: album to come out yeah because um, it was the blue one and then fearless right yes and then, Speak and then speaking now. now
1: um I literally love speaking now there are so many better than revenge do you know I that just,
0: song I just heard that song in the store a couple days I ago am I a like, feminist until that song comes on like I literally <laughs> love that song I oh my goodness it is really good every once in a while like um like pop icons from like female pop icons from the 2010s like Some sort of like misogynist song Mm -hmm. will come out, and you're like, "That's like um that Carrie Underwood song. Oh, uh, um, before he cheats. I was gonna say it's before that one because she like slam dunks on the other woman. I'm like Carrie, this is this is not the tea. But also, I know every word to that song. It's literally yeah, such a gem. So So, yeah, 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 better than revenge. I was I heard it in the store the other day, and I was like, this is not. This is kind of problematic. I was like, dang, this song it is. is a banger.
1: <laughs> well, I'm so interested. Good. She's re-recording all of her
0: albums. And oh, she yeah, has a, yeah, yeah. She, there's a
1: lot of hints that it's right. either going to be Speak Now or 1989 Next. And I really wanted to be Speak Now because obviously I love Speak Now. Right. But I'm really con- like, what thinking, Like, what is she going to do with that song? just yeah. because she, i think she's aware and her whole fan base is aware that that song is now problematic in the world that we live in totally so i don't know what she's going to do with that song if she's going to re-record it the same way or yeah. give us something different or what
0: yeah i don't know um haley williams has stopped or for a while stopped performing um that song oh my gosh <laughs> i'm singing it in my brain What's that? The song? Oh my god! It's like the most like famous Paramore song, period. Oh, oh, it's off of her their Riot album. I know exactly what you're talking talking about. about, And one of the lyrics is very like misogynistic. And for a while, she just was like stopped performing. But I think she well, and like the group has left like that kind of like emo pop punk feeling. Okay, I'm gonna have a headache until I remember what that song is called. Where's my phone? Do you see my phone anywhere? Um, I'm going to Google it. This is ridiculous. I'm uh, literally going to. have Okay. Paramore. I'm Googling the misogynistic lyric, which is great. Misery business. Yes. Yes, That took way too long. (laughs) Yeah. But that one for a minute, they stopped doing that. So it's interesting. And on Taylor Swift's merch store there's like a collection right now that's called the old Taylor collection. And it's speak now in 1989 merch. And I heard this from somebody else. This is not an original thought, but I heard that she, um, she like really admires Shania Twain Mm -hmm. because Shania Twain did the country to pop crossover. And she did that by releasing a double album. And so people think that she's going to do 1989 and speak now at at the the same same time. time, Yes. Which would be, which would be incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I there's also there's so I, we could get into this for hours <laughs> I am just so into like Taylor Swift theories there's a lot been pointing to
0: her releasing both of those albums with color themes too yeah I've just, been seeing a lot of that happening yes. too and people thought that she was going to release it on the 13th of another month yeah and then she didn't even though like Millie Bobby Brown was on Fallon and she was wearing purple which is like yes. Speak now color like yeah all of these different there's days. been this some so kind of court case that's
1: happening. So we think that that's been po- postponing like her. Oh, so she her had release. these original. I don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. She, this is all <laughs> this speculation.
0: Is, this is all yes, alleged. Yeah. People making up rumors or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. So we'll see. It's very interesting. So what's the cutoff? Like when did. Excuse me. When did she. What was the last album that she's going to re-release because it was with Big Machine? Um, What kind Came after- was it 1989 no i or was it reputation i think it was 19 well
1: 1989 was after reputation so reputation will definitely be or
0: no vice 1989 versa,
1: yeah. vice versa um she'll definitely re-release 1989 and reputation i think okay i don't know if she's gonna do lover or not well lover was
0: i think lover was, was after, after that contract yeah. yeah okay someone correct us on the internet about yeah. this yeah I, I think should that's know. right. I think I had have heard that from other people, too, that she will probably have to re-release Reputation. Yeah.
1: If my sister would be listening to this, which she probably won't.
0: But <laughs> if you do, Corey, send me a text and correct me on this one. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> um, OK, you ready to get started? Yes. OK, welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda. I am your host every single freaking week. This is your weekly disclaimer that if you can hear my cat in the background, it's because she has a bell in a collar. She's too cute for me to take it off, but she is snoozing at the moment, wrapped in a circle in her bed, passed out. She'll probably wake up later, but right for right now, you should, <laughs> her ear just twitched. Yes. I said that and she was like, what you talking about me? Um, She'll probably wake up eventually, but for right now, she's just chilling. Um, also, if you can hear the dehumidifier in the background, sorry, but I have to leave it on or else I'm not going to be able to breathe because of seasonal allergies. I'm rejoined once again by friend of the podcast my friend Kendall. Woo, Woo! very exciting. It's <laughs> so, like so audience. exciting. <laughs> yeah, people back <that> are like <laughs> <laughs> um I also have been kind of backtracking to tell people how I know the people who were on the podcast. Okay, um Kendall and I know each other through like like quote unquote church, but not like that. Yeah. <laughs> we're not friends from uh. church like that. We are we attend the same like very liberal, very progressive mm-hmm. church, but it's, church is an
1: anomaly. <laughs> it, it
0: like is like totally not like that. It's church, yeah. but not like that. Yeah, Um, it's embarrassing yeah. to say that I go to church because I, literally, same. Yeah. I was just having this conversation that I just stopped calling it church for a while because it's like that is such a toxic. Like that yeah. word brings up a. Laundry list of other things for people, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a faith community, it's not like like it's anyway. We can talk about it for forever, but it's Mm -hmm. not like that. It's church, but not like that. Um, so that's how we know each other, yes. Um, Kendall also is or is slash was a dancer, yes. And I have in my notes a couple of different points where I want to stop and ask you questions about this episode. Um, but before we get into all that, you want to talk about the pyramid of life, yeah? We can do that, girl boss. What do you have on the bottom? Um, the one that I have... Wait, do you have something funny on the bottom? No. I don't have anything fu- Okay, the thing I have on the bottom is kind of serious. Mine's kind of serious, too. Dang it. But, like...
1: I can make it lighthearted. I can laugh through it.
0: <laughs> I can laugh through my pain. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's
1: not, like, super serious. Okay, it's semi-serious. I can go... Re- I'll go really quick. Okay, so... Just with everything that's happening in the world, I am annoyed by people who make assumptions on how other people should handle what's happening in the world. So there's some people, some of my friends posting on their stories, blaming people for not also posting on their stories. And for me, Oh yeah. Reposting an Instagram post on my story is not big enough for the problem that's at hand. And yes, you can do that. That's important. But when you go and tell me that I'm not a valid member of the liberal community what? because I'm not actively saying anything on my Instagram story. That's a little ridiculous to me. Someone
0: said that to yeah. you. Yeah. Or is it someone say- I know? No. Oh. No. no, no. I literally fight them. Yeah. That is insane. I was like,
1: okay, well, you don't know what I do behind the scenes. Yeah, you don't know
0: me like that. What do you mean? Just because
1: nothing, nothing is being done off the fact that I would post on my Instagram story. You know, like, yeah, in the in, behind the scenes, I'm helping my mom and my boyfriend's mom create a bill for Ohio
0: yeah. to be put on the ballot. Like, you don't see that kind of no. stuff. And like, that is such a bold assumption to, yeah. to assume that and also like, who the? brick is watching people's instagram that's stories that closely like, like like that's a lot of effort you yeah, know what i mean like, it was a lot who paid, like you know what lot. i mean like i forget all the time that i have an internet presence mm-hmm. especially with things like this when i get emails and stuff i'm like oh i forget that i this stuff goes on the internet my instagram feed are you kidding me like Who's paying attention to that, that closely? I'm
1: like, and that's not that's doing so anything weird. that, I mean, it's important to inform people, but it, an Instagram post on my story is not going to change anyone's minds. Right. And it's not, it's still a great way to advocate, but it's just not going to do as much as right. I feel like I need to be doing right now. Yeah. And what I'm doing is not public because it doesn't need to be public.
0: No, it's also not anybody's business. Yeah. We, so. we have a lot going on in the States right now. And there are a lot of, especially the biggest conversation that's happening, Right now is one that's very nuanced about mm-hmm. um, the taking away of the right to um, an abortion and for people who have uteruses and like it is a very nuanced conversation that deserves to be handled with care and in Instagram feed is not always the yeah. place for that kind of thing. Unless you're really like promoting... Um, Like the voices of people of like, I'm trying to think like people who are writing books or people who have done dissertations or elected officials or like all these other people, unless you're promoting their work that says this is what you can tangibly do like an Instagram feed or an Instagram story is like whatever. Yeah also this is i understand this is a problem but the people who follow me on instagram are the people who are friends of mine in real life mm-hmm. and the friends i have in real life are friends who agree with me i'm sorry yeah i, I agree. personally am past the point of friend we can agree to disagree no the hell we cannot not anymore yeah. we maybe could have in the early 2000s when like nobody cared that what we were doing was a problem but like no we can't but be friends but these are with, human rights no. issues i can't be friends with people who don't believe that uh, are other you kidding me rights yeah a- absolutely not yeah. so like the people that i am friends with or like that follow me on instagram are people who agree with me so like what is an instagram mm-hmm. story really tangibly doing yes not really anything that's exactly
1: how i feel and there are a few people who disagree with me who recently followed me since living in tennessee um because in ohio is it anyone i know No, they're more from my past school coworkers over there. Ew, gross. So I feel a little uncomfortable posting stuff now because I know that most of the people are going to agree with me on my Instagram feed. But then there's going to be those random coworkers that I have or daughters of coworkers that I have uh, on my Instagram who are going to literally fight with me in my Instagram DMs. And I'm just not here for that. Like, I don't want to deal with that. And everyone else already agrees with me. So... That's why I'm not posting and I don't have to
0: No, it's social media yeah. and your story is going to disappear in 24 hours anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe I did. And you just weren't checking on it yep. the way that you thought you were Brenda. Like that's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So that's Get my bottom. A grip. That's so That's dumb. my bottom. I hate that. Yes. Um, the bottom, ugh, I hate talking about this, but I literally don't know how else to, I have to talk about this. Okay. Oh my gosh. I just smacked my headphones off my face. Um, I am currently going through like a pretty like intense bout with imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and this feeling of like what if I am not specifically like the lens that I view my life through is like like being funny. Yeah. And like not to to my own horn but like I'm usually the funny friend or like the friend who Yes. You know, like, this is, is, is that, you know, it's like, it's oh true. my God, this is so self-congratulatory. But like, I d- typically fall into that role. And like, I just like within the last couple of weeks, I've thought like, what if I'm not funny? And what if I've, mm-hmm. I've just convinced everyone somehow that I'm the funny friend when in reality, I'm just, I'm just stupid. Yeah. And like, that has been so frustrating or like in an even like broader sense, like other people can relate to this too of like, what if I'm not really an adult? What if I've just convinced everyone that I'm an adult, but in my like spirit and in my soul, I still feel like a child, but everyone around me somehow thinks I'm an adult. And like, I have to keep it up all the time or else people will see that I'm really just a child or people Mm -hmm. will see that I'm just an idiot. I'm not really that funny. And like that kind of imposter syndrome has just been like beating me up. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I think there's
1: something with our generation. That's probably true. Well, I don't know what it is, but. All of my college friends, we talked about this all the time. We wrote essays on it because we were Mm -hmm. all in the same group together that had to apply for. And I don't know. It's just something with the way we were raised.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I think, too, like our generation gets a lot of crap for being like the snowflakes Mm -hmm. or like the sensitive liberals. And I think that the American society at large thinks of our generation as like, um, perpetually children Yes That like we don't know what we're doing And like we can't afford to buy a house Which is something that a child doesn't know how to do But it's like actually I can't afford to buy a house Because of the way that the boomers are wrecking the economy yeah. It's yes. not my fault I can't buy a house I didn't make the economy this way You did 50 like 50 years ago when you were in our place you could Yeah you could like walk outside and be like mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy a house for $25 yeah. Or you could work a summer and pay to go to college mm-hmm. Like but it's not that way anymore. And so people see our generation and think, oh, because they're not doing X, Y, and Z things. it's They, they can't do it because they're children. It's they're, like, yeah, actually, I can't lazy. do it for these like systemic reasons that you set up, old person. Yes. It's not my fault that I can't do this. You set this up this way. I saw something on Twitter one time that was like, the Gen Xers and the boomers are the people who leave like a little shred of toilet paper on the roll and say that there's still toilet paper on it. It's like, yeah. no, there's not. <laughs> and you used all of it. And you need to change the role. <laughs> like anyway, so I, I do think there's a societal factor that contributes to that feeling of like, wh- I don't know, like, what if I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like crazy. It's just like a very like strange feeling of like, what if, what if, people who are my friends do not actually see me in the way that I think they see me. Yep. What if they, what if they think I'm a child or what if my friends don't think I'm funny and they're just lying to me and saying that they do, which like, I have talked about this a lot with my therapist, especially around like being the funny friend and like what that, like usually like the baggage that comes with that kind of stuff. Um, and she's always like reminding me of like, when was the last time that you hung out with someone you didn't like? Mm-hmm. Probably not probably not recently and probably not often. Yeah. So like the chances of people continue, like continually being in your life and lying to you constantly, like statistically is probably not really what's going on. And like all these things,
1: there's a lot of logic, there, but that doesn't, it still feels.
0: Yeah. And especially in this, like, you know, I just quit my teaching job. I am working a part-time job, but I'm in the job search. Mm -hmm. Like that very much contributes to the feeling of being a child. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing looking for a job what yeah. if what if i've tricked everybody into thinking i'm an adult and what if i've tricked everybody into thinking i'm funny when really i'm not like that and it's so annoying <laughs> it's just yeah. like very inconvenient <laughs> yeah that no. feeling is like stop i don't we don't do this to ourselves anymore we don't talk this way about ourselves anymore in our brain but then also it's still what if, you know it's yeah. just so frustrating yeah. so
1: i'm going to send you a song it's by my okay. friend kate But she actually lives here in Tennessee. But she wrote a song that's literally called "Imposter Syndrome." Oh, send it to me. My imposter
0: syndrome is kicking my butt recently. Okay. Um. What do you have for the middle of the pyramid? My middle of the pyramid is stupid. It's not that serious. That's as serious as I've got. Um, Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, Mine is. We just talked about this a little bit. Pull that
0: microphone a little bit closer to you.
1: Dog sitting (laughs) is my middle.
0: (laughs) True. We did with
1: more specifically
0: with my boyfriend. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) your boyfriend by the way I'm gonna go and put my coffee down for this your boyfriend by the way is one of the funniest people I've ever met and i he doesn't yeah. mean to be no but he, he he corrects me up I think he is. So funny. He's so wholesome, but also like low key kind of Just jerk. Frozen. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's so funny. Anyway, continue. Um. Anyhow, he's he like me. the most
1: quiet person too. Until you get a drink into him, and then he starts <laughs> yeah. cracking stuff, True. and you're like, "What the heck?" Okay. <laughs> but anyhow, so I love him to death. We've been together for six, seven years now, and we live together. But we're dog sitting for the past ten days, and this is our last day. Yay! 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 But. It's fine to dog sit. We're making good money. We're staying in a super nice house in Brentwood. It's really not Ooh. that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm You're like living like
0: a McMansion. Yeah, in Brentwood. yeah. Yes. A
1: mini mansion basically. Yeah. But the dog is high maintenance. So mm-hmm. that's annoying. Like that there's annoying. three meals a day medicine. He will vomit if like it just because he was vomiting yesterday. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, And he will not stop begging for attention. Like it's constant, Ugh. constant, constant, constant but the dog's cute. So like it balances out, but then there's Hano Mm, and Hano leads me. Yes. Hano's my boyfriend. And he leaves me to do like half this stuff. I'm like, Hey, can you feed the dog dinner? He's like, yeah, I'll do that. Doesn't do it. (laughs) And then we go to, we go to pride. We were at pride this weekend and and we're leaving pride. And I'm like, Hey, by the way, like I asked you to feed the dog. Did you do it? No. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, all right, you got to drive all the way back to the house. I know. will drive way back.
0: <laughs> like, Get it together, dog. <laughs> I literally, it
1: and, and maybe this is an eight thing, okay? I need to ask you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kindle's an eight, by the way. So we're both yes, eight. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like we always do this little game of like, is this an eight thing?
0: <laughs> I literally said something very similar to you. And I was like, is that just me? That or that You're thing? like, no, I feel that way too. <laughs> exactly. like, okay, good. Um,
1: <laughs> but as like for myself, I like like the idea of people helping me do
0: things. Oh, but then uh, as soon as they help, right I hate, hate, I know exactly what you're going to say. I can just do it and I would I'll have do done it better. better. I'll do it better. I, that is the most, yes. To answer your yes. question, yes. Okay. I feel that. And it's like, if you, if I ask you to help me with something, it's either A, because I it is something I cannot do. Yeah. Like I need someone to come fix this thing in my house. I cannot do it. Or it's because I like do not have the time. Mm-hmm. And I, but like, if I have time and it's something that's within my like scope of experience and excuse me, and I can do it, I'm not going to ask for help. I'll just do it because I can do it better. Yes. Do it better and do it the right way. And if you don't do it the exactly. right way, then I'm, I'm going to be pissed. With you.
1: <laughs> so, um, that has been Hano. I asked him to put the yarn in my car. Co- I have a whole box of yarn because I've been doing these crafts, but I asked him to put them in the car this morning. He didn't do that
0: and i just forget
1: it just i don't know i'm like bro you need to like set reminders or something
0: it's the it's the weaponized incompetence that's That's i tell him that all the time
1: and he's like no i'm just stupid and i have adhd (laughs) 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 so i'm like okay then you gotta take some meds for that because it's impacting my life too much (laughs) um yeah love you hano but you're driving me crazy is he do we know what he is what number he is okay well so he's a nine but he I he thinks he's a nine okay i think he's a five
0: a five interesting the investigator yeah interesting well that it would make sense that a nine and a five would be conv- like
1: that you
0: could mistype one for the other because they're both usually introverted folks mm-hmm. usually people who have very complex internal lives and don't really express things externally yes. So it would make sense that he could be one or the other other.
1: I don't know if it's just me being confused because I don't actually understand what's happening on the inside of him because he doesn't share that or if he's confused because he doesn't actually know how he feels about oh yeah if it's
0: not been unlocked so somewhere somewhere in there yeah oh man pour one out for my brother in Christ Hano Light a candle for this man.
1: <laughs> Love him anyhow. So that's my middle. Yeah.
0: Um. My middle of the pyramid is. Uh, are you a candle girly? Do you yeah, like, candles? like candles? Do you like wax melts that you just heat up in a oh, dish? Oh, I've used those before. They're fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're like whatever. It's supposed to be like better for your like air quality in your okay, and your home and like and they last longer because it doesn't burn out. Yes, you know whatever. Yes. But so. The wax melts that I buy, like that I would heat it. Like what you do is you put them in a dish and then you put the dish on some sort of hot element, either an electrical or an open flame of a tea candle, which is like, why don't you just buy a candle at that point? Mm -hmm. Uh, But usually an electric warmer and they melt down and then it's the same effect, but without the live flame there. And I like them and I like, Oh my gosh, there are these time-lapse videos on TikTok. Yeah, You can watch them melt and it's like, Oh, it's so peaceful. There is a company that's, and I think it's not, it's probably just more than just one person, but I've specifically seen this with one person, uh, one company that they sell wax melts that look like food. And then you oh. melt them and it smells like not what the food is. But it's not cute. It's like gross. Like specifically, the one that made me swipe out of TikTok and into my notes app to write down <laughs> that this was the middle of the pyramid was one that looked like chicken nuggets. And you would like dip Ew. the chicken nuggets in the like wax ketchup and melt them. And it smells like apples. It's literally, it was like a crisp honey apple smell. I hate that. That's uh, so But confusing. it looks like chicken nuggets and ketchup. And then you watch it melt. Or and they, like they'll apples. do like, okay they'll do like other like meat products. And you're just like watching meat melt. Yeah, I would hate that. And it is so, and it doesn't even smell like the food. Like if you were- if you were selling things that were like that looked like dessert and then when it melts it smells like the dessert mm-hmm. that I Makes would sense. understand that that's but cute. it's like a five course dinner like a rotisserie chicken that melts and smells like cinnamon yeah like what is happening? it's so disturbing it's so like grody I don't like them yeah that's and um, and that's it's in the middle because it's like if you don't like the product don't buy it you know what I mean that it's like what is that t- like what is that but what it's is- coming on your tiktok yes feed. Uh, so, so it's just nasty i don't and i but they don't smell like the food and once it melts you don't even know what it looked like in the mm-hmm. first place so like i get it but like ugh, i think about the, the time lapse of watching a melting chicken nugget and it makes me want to vomit yeah it's so gross what do you have for the top of your pyramid kendall
1: um I'm kind of doing a repeat from you I don't Dang, know okay I don't know if this was Ugh, I'm a
0: trendsetter I
1: binged watched listen to a lot of your podcasts while I was driving <gasps> from vacation yes so I don't know how recent you said this but it was friends
0: do you know how oh you mean like the idea friends? yes yes I said that like 17 different times and okay. people got mad at me but I literally don't care you can kiss my butt okay that's how anyway I continue. That's how you slurp my coffee in the back. Well,
1: I've been here in Nashville for it's 11 months now. So, that's it's, crazy. It's been a hot minute and I felt like for the first maybe 9 months of it, it was just me and Hano hanging out like all the time mm-hmm. 24/7. Hano's my boyfriend again if you forgot his name. Um, but now like in, within the last month or two, I feel like I'm actually kind of gaining friends yeah. that maybe want to hang out with me. <laughs> OMG. Yeah.
0: That's real. Yeah. That's like a very real, um, it, like as an adult, making friends is so it's hard. so hard it's not fun and we don't
1: we didn't know anyone coming yeah. down here moving here so it was completely a fresh start and the thing is when i live with hano if i go out with friends and then mm-hmm. he's left at home i feel bad right. or if he goes out with people and then i'm left at home doing that thing yeah we feel so we feel like we have yeah. to be friends with the same people but at the same time we're not Always wanting to be friends with the same people. Totally. But I think the group that we have now, it's working out yeah. for both of us,
0: which is good. No, I think that's great. I think making friends is really, really difficult. And we like the church, the like faith community slash sort of church that we yeah. go to is very socially oriented. Um, and we just went so Nashville Pride, at the time at the time of recording this, Nashville Pride was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And the there were a ton of us from church who We're there like in the marching in the parade. And then we also had a booth in like the festival and the parade was so hot. Yes. It was like We were drenched in sweat. It was disgusting. I got a sunburn because I was sweating my sunscreen off. It was nasty, but there were a lot of us there. And then after the parade was the parade by itself was just like fun. Leslie Jordan was one of the grand marshals. We were screaming about him. It was so cool um and the parade was like fun but then after it was over and we went back to the festival we were just like hanging out Mm -hmm. and like that kind of like having an event to go to is really helpful it's also a bonding experience because it was five thousand degrees outside
1: we were all miserable together yeah exactly exactly
0: um shared trauma but yeah that's real like making a friend group and being like okay this is nice these people seem normal and we can do things you know out during the week and we're not spending every night alone watching yeah, tv to- you know, no like totally totally my life yeah. was getting
1: monotonous we would do I would go yeah. to work and then I'd come home and we'd make dinner and then we'd clean up and then we'd watch tv and then we'd go to bed and do it
0: again you know yeah, and it was uh-huh. like I
1: am so sick of doing the same thing yeah every freaking day yeah
0: hanging out on a week really helps yeah I think like for like for me personally but just based on what our other friends have said like it's just helpful to have like a thing to do during the work week and be like, you know, take a break from what you were saying from like the routine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my top. Oh, I love that. Um, the top of my pyramid is like two halfway things. Um, I've mentioned this person before, but the comedian Curtis Connor Mm -hmm. has lots of content on the internet and I've been rewatching a lot of his older stuff from like years and years ago And he is so funny, dude. It's ridiculous. And I love, and I have also talked about comfort media in the past of like rewatching the same like videos or whatever, because you know what's coming and like whatever. And his stuff is so funny. And he does like comedic delivery really well with like, he will provide social commentary without getting mad. Mm -hmm. And so like, he will comment on specifically on like groups of dudes on the internet and he'll he'll approach it by being very funny and being very fact based, but without getting like frustrated or angry. He's like these guys are morons, yeah. and like just he's very chill. Like I love him. And then the other part is also comedy related uh, on the internet. It's a Twitter account called Animals Going Goblin Mode. Oh, my you, are goodness. you on Twitter? No. Okay, I, I am on Twitter, but I can follow them. Everybody okay. needs to go follow the account. At animals Animals Going Goblin Mode, and it's pictures of animals like pets specifically doing like with their like pictures is being taken in a moment where they're just like being a little gremlin yeah. and it's really funny and one of the pictures is like a baby hippopotamus like biting someone's leg <laughs> like those kinds are, are like um there's one of like a cat that has opened up a bag of catnip and it's just covered in catnip and its eyes are like the size of silver dollars like oh my goodness. just like animals being little gremlins and it, i hate twitter man i hate twitter. i'm like never on it twitter is like the millennial facebook yes where it's like people show up to twitter to like be mean and be racist and it's like this sucks like everybody on twitter is miserable all the time yeah so i don't open it very often but when i do and i'm scrolling through the bad things and then i see like a little gremlin animal i'm like okay that makes me feel a little yeah, bit better yeah. and then i like keep going <laughs> so curtis connor and then animals going goblin okay mode. i'm gonna check <laughs> out both them. of those um, okay, so before we get into the content of the episode, we have a couple of reviews to talk about. Um, oh, well, I got an email that I need to talk about, and I got a couple of reviews. Um, the email, I felt so bad about this. The email was sent to me literally the day after me and Eli recorded our episode oh, on Abiquette, yeah. and I felt really bad, and I emailed, um, the the emailer's name is Liliana, and I emailed her back and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to talk about it on the episode that's about to come out because we just recorded it, whatever. And she was really nice. She was like, that's okay. Um, but just, like, the way the scheduling worked out, it was just, like, Eli and I recorded, like, the day after the last one came out, and it was a mess. But anyway, so here is the email. I'm going to read it out. And it's so funny, and I, I'm just really excited. Okay, so it's from Liliana. And she says, hello, it's me, Mackie Cheese, from the iTunes review, and I come with messages. Mackie Cheese is one of the first viewers. Yes. Reviewers. Um, and she says, number one, to clear things up, I do have a crush on you. OMG, very flattering. <laughs> um, number two, she said, I've been waiting since February for Abby Geddon. Cannot wait. In the words of Coco Montrice, get her Jade. <laughs> <laughs> I love Coco montries I live, laugh, love her. She is incredible. Get her jade. Um, She says, number three, I have taken inspiration from this podcast to possibly create my own or my friend and I will watch old movies from our childhood and tweenhood and unpack them. It's a great idea. I love content like that. It cracks me up. That's me saying that, not Liliana. Okay, back to Liliana. She says, number four, I want to submit a fan pyramid. Do with it what you will. I just want to let this out. Bottom of the pyramid for Liliana. She says, people who cross the street diagonally. Oh. She said, not on a crosswalk like you're supposed to. I mean- from like the parking lot to store and you have to stop for them because they're a pedestrian and their stupid peanut brain thinks it's faster to do that, but it's wasting everyone's time and slowing down the process of mankind. So people, this is me again, this is Amanda, cutting across a crosswalk instead of going down the white striped line. They went down the hypotenuse of the triangle. Yes. Instead of the legs. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's annoying. I mean, at that point, if you get hit by a car, whose fault is it? Yours. Yours. Because you weren't doing anything you were supposed to do. So, Okay, back to Liana. She said, uh, the middle is self-care or, like, mental wellness, like, attitude. She says, I think it's a really cool and important thing, but millennials have monopolized it and capitalized Mm. off of it from mugs to throw pillows to, like, Mm -hmm. literally anything, you name it, to the point where I can't take a bubble bath or do a face mask or some shit without feeling like a chuggy Disney adult. Girl, yeah. I, that's real. That is. That is real. Like, Gen Z kids who are have lived every single day of their life in some sort of natural or national disaster. Yes. Trying to take care of ourselves and, like, focus on mental health. But then, like, the Ray Dunn moms who are, like, oh, buying the goodness. pillows that say, like, breathe in, breathe out. Yes. Go. Go f yourself. That stuff is so stupid. Have I you hate seen? That.
1: Have you seen the TikToks where? Oh my goodness, this is this person who's like, oh, this is a cute plant. I could put a cactus in it, and then
0: she flips it around. And she, and she goes, plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says plant on the pot. Like, what is that? It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. So I feel you on that one. And then she says the last one, her top of the pyramid is Ted Danson. <sighs> she says, He is my comfort human, and I'm hopelessly in love with that with him. I love that. Love that for you. Um, and she says, anyhow, keep doing what you're doing. So sweet. Thank you for that. I love that idea too of sent of um sending in a fan pyramid. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. If you like get bored and or you're like a student, and at some point you like during the summer break, you're just bored. Send me, you know, your um Send me your pyramid. I'll read it out loud. I love Ted dancing. I love that. Okay. And then a couple of reviews. The first review that I want to talk about um, was left by a user whose username is just a bunch of emojis. So I don't know how to say it. Okay. Um, The review is four stars. Thank you very much. But then the body of the the review just says, you guys really seem to have it out for Melissa, LOL. Okay. Uh... Hear me out. Hear me out. I was thinking all week. Of, or not all week, all since whenever I read this review of how I could like quantify or qualify or like make concessions for, like, well, I really only think that Melissa's a bad mom. I don't think she's a bad person, blah, 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 whatever. My, I don't like Melissa. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I really do not enjoy her. I think she's a bad mom and I think she's a really bad friend. I think now, she's a really bad friend. I think Melissa this was shot in 2012. So Mm -hmm. it's been a decade math. I can do math. It's been 10 years um, since this episode aired. So I'm sure that there was growth. I'm sure that once Maddie leaves the show later on, that like there was some sort of reflection. I'm sure Maddie's been in therapy for a, a long time. So I'm sure there was some sort of like rehabilitative conversation there. I'm not speaking to the character of Melissa Ziegler today, I'm talking about the Melissa I'm seeing on my TV Mm -hmm. that Melissa, even if it's a character that's orchestrated by producers, which it probably is. She sucks. Yes. That's my opinion. And feel free to disagree. Feel free to think that I think Christy, I think Dr. Holly is the gold standard. Yes. I think Christy is the best mom besides Dr. Holly. Christy's the best mom. I would agree. That, that is my personal opinion. I'm not a mom. So I also am speaking from a place of just being a child, like someone else's child. I don't know what it's like to be a mom. Um, but no, I, I was going to try to pad my opinion to be like, oh, no, no, I, that's stupid. I don't like Melissa. I think she's a bad mom. Well, I think she's a bad friend. We are. Yes, we are. Basing In this it season off of life, of you know, right now. Yeah. I'm basing it off of the what TV we're show. Seeing, and we're yeah. seeing, I don't
1: know, like 20 minutes of content for their whole week of
0: stuff. Totally. So we can't
1: really judge them a hundred percent, but what they show us yeah, is based not on, good. Based on
0: the television, she sucks. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's changed. I'm sure there was stuff that was left out. I'm sure the producers cooked it up. But based on what the TV show is telling me, I think she sucks. Period.
1: What if it was Melissa leaving that?
0: <laughs> I would say that to her face. And I would say, I hope you're in therapy, girly, because this is embarrassing. Seriously. Um, the other review I got uh, is five stars. Thank you very much. The username is Trixie28. And this person says, this podcast is so good. It's hard to believe it's your first. I love your breakdown of the episodes. And I hate to add on it because I know you said you hated it on an episode. But I absolutely love Eli as a guest, and I hope he comes back soon. (laughs) The review continues. Something I wanted to add in light of the last episode about the reason why the girls... No. Something I wanted to add in light of the last episode. The reason why the moms are at the studio um, is because the girls can't be filmed without their moms. That's the reason why Melissa came back oh. and likely the reason why Holly is taking a break for the following school year. Because I think somebody, uh, oh, it was Faith. On my episode with Faith and JD mm-hmm. three weeks ago, um, or two weeks ago, Faith was like, why don't they just drop their kids off and go home? And I bet that's what it is because the kids are minors yeah, so that they, they can't be, be filmed without a parent. That makes sense. And if the parents are already there, they might as well film the parents. You know, I'm sure yes. that that is very much what it what it is, that they can't legally drop their kids off to be filmed for tv yeah that they have to stick around that makes so much sense so thank you for your email thank you for your reviews uh those are on apple uh apple podcast leave me a review rates you know all the things um okay kendall are you ready to get started with the content of this episode let me pull up my notes and get it together okay um season two episode 14 the title is the battle begins which like well i thought we were already battling yeah <laughs> what began, battle like a um, bazillion episodes ago <laughs> Not episode one was the battle begins but okay whatever um previously on the ballet scholarship the joffrey thing maddie forgetting the solo candy apples abby crying abby leaving chloe winning chloe winning everything but nobody caring like all that good stuff that that was last week i'm sure if you have been listening to these in succession i'm sure you remember all the things that happened last week because it was a crazy episode um we start this episode in pennsylvania in pittsburgh um and the children are coming in and they're like where is abby where has abby gone i wonder where abby is because she's not in the room and it's very much the producers being like okay you guys go inside talk about how you don't know where abby is like, okay <laughs> where's abby you know it's a very so scripted oh so scripted it's cute but it's very scripted um okay so we're seeing the moms coming in they're talking mm-hmm. about their feelings from last week we're also i don't know if you clocked this but in their lower third where that tells us the like their name yeah we're also seeing hashtag Hasht- dance Moms. Hashtag, holly yes it's like that's really interesting because it's 2012 so we're pretty firmly in the the twitter sphere yeah right which is like where hashtags kind of first became popularized so it makes sense that they're there but it's just something that's like kelly um brook and paige's mom hashtag dance mom's kelly yes <laughs> or dance mom kelly yeah um kendall who is your favorite and least favorite
1: mom um uh, my least favorite is melissa yeah my favorite is dr holly duh I love Doctor. Well, Doctor. Holly's a principal, so I feel like yeah, I can relate. She's an educator, because I'm also an educator. So yes.
0: she asks for specific feedback all the she time. She does. She's very yeah. intentional with what she says. Yes. So yeah, love. Um, the the moms are livid mm-hmm. from last week, which they have the right to be, in my opinion, because last week was just like a nightmare. The moms are just like very frustrated and needing answers and all these things. Um. Abby comes in very dramatically. Yes. 30 minutes late. They 30 say. minutes late. Yeah. Melissa's like, maybe she's in the ladies room. But oh. then she was like, we were in there for 30 minutes. So yeah. Hopefully that's not what happened. Um, and Abby says that New York didn't turn out the way that she had hoped. She says, Chloe, congratulations. You won the solo. She doesn't mention anything about the scholarship. That totally goes away, which is very strange to me because earlier it was another feather in my cap. Mm-hmm. But now it's, it's, she literally doesn't even mention it at, like at all. I, it's to the point where I wondered if she even knew that that had happened because, because she, she wasn't acting like she doesn't exactly. And yeah. she, I don't think she was in the room when that happened. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It was just very strange because Abby, you know, loves to take the accomplishments of her students mm-hmm. and make yeah. them about herself. Everything's so, about her. Exactly. Reputation. So it's just very strange that she all of a sudden forgets that this mm-hmm. child got won a scholarship, but whatever. Um, the moms are very vocal. They're kind of yelling at Abby. You should have been there. You, I can't, you know, we can't believe you left early. Where did you even go? Blah, 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 whatever. And yep. Abby was like, I just had to leave. I just had to get out of there. Um, and somebody says something. Oh, it's Holly. Holly makes the comment about like, well, if anybody else's child had been crying or, or um, cause Maddie forgot her solo mm-hmm. last week and she ran off and then Abby started crying. And she was like, if any other child had done that, you never have the same response Whatever, whatever. And and Abby says, like, she has a little bit of, like, a Freudian slip, in my opinion, where she says to Holly, well, when it happened to Nia, Nia had you. Mm-hmm. And the you would think that the rest of that sentence would be, who does Maddie have? Yeah. Because she thinks Melissa's a bad mom. Or she thinks yeah. she's Maddie's mom.
1: So she, it's like, yes. h- uh,
0: Nia had you, Holly, because Maddie, my child, has me. But she doesn't finish the thought. She just says, well, Nia had you. Yeah. So then, And then she's like, well, and, and then she says some kids are just special. Which really. Great. Yeah. Which, in her defense, at least we're not beating around the bush about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, at least, whatever. yeah, she's, she's being she's honest. She's been caught
1: in her lies. So now she's just not lying anymore,
0: which I don't know whatever. what what's I don't worse. know which one's worse. <laughs> yeah, lying or not lying, but whatever so this week we're going to next star which sounds like a drug that sounds like a, a drug that you would see advertised on television next star um in la so bottom of the pyramid Paige. Mm-hmm. she kicked her little jail prop out of the way yeah. and abby was mad um nia is next because she wore the wrong costume to rehearsal yeah a, she, she calls she, it a bike a bike which like biker i would
1: i we called it unitards yeah because dance. it's one piece yeah it'd be one piece and it went down to the knees with the shorts right. or a unitard could even go to the ankles
0: but right because it's one piece yeah but she calls it a bike guitar a like it's biker shorts yeah but it's still one piece so any whatever anyway maddie maddie abby is mad because nia kept pulling it up because it didn't fit in rehearsal yeah.
1: so she's on the not even the on the stage
0: Nope. Right. Um, and then Brooke is next because of Abby. Literally, she says, like, everybody else who was your age at the Joffrey audition was in point shoes and they could go up on point. And so all the judges saw you and wondered why you weren't on point. And, right. I like, Abby, it's because of you, dog. Yeah. She's not on point because you don't teach her that yeah. skill.
1: I've never seen them do point.
0: No. Once. They literally a a whole chunk of last week was about how they weren't prepared because they don't do ballet at Abbey's. Yeah.
1: So how are they expected to go? I mean, okay, so how old are these kids? Like
0: the oldest one is thirteen and it's Brooke.
1: Who who's the youngest? Mackenzie, Mackenzie. how old is she?
0: She is uh seven.
1: Okay, so you're not really supposed to go on point until you're eleven years old at, sure. like, you're not supposed to be on point at seven years old is or, that for
0: like a just because your body's not yeah your body's yeah.
1: not grown enough to support that weight yeah. on your toes it also you want enough ballet technique so that you're not injuring yourself when you get on point aside from the fact that your body can't handle that totally. also just because you don't have enough experience yeah and so a good dance studio would not allow students of this age to be on point anyhow yeah and I think Joffrey, sh- Joffrey knows that.
0: So I don't oh, think they yeah. thought
1: anything.
0: No, they wouldn't have thought anything about that. Yeah. No, 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 no. But somehow Brooke is on the bottom because of Abby's lack of teaching her that skill. Yeah. Which is confusing. Okay. Now we're getting to the middle and we're just now getting to Maddie, mm-hmm. which is so annoying for very obvious reasons. Don't know why she wasn't the very first picture on the very bottom, just like Nia was, just like Chloe was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't know why things are different, but they are. And then Mackenzie is next to her because Mackenzie just keeps getting better and better. It's so frustrating. I could talk about it for forever. And then the top is Chloe. Abby is in pain. Yeah, saying things like "Congratulations to Chloe." She Chloe, you won. Yeah, you're on the top because you're one because you won. Yeah, that's it. There's no like, you did great. I'm proud of you. You went. To the one of the most prestigious ballet schools, and had an audition, and you did this very mature adult thing, and you came out on top, and you did great. There's none of that. It's just that she won the solo. Yep. And she's like, whatever. They're all you're on the top because the producers told me you had to be. Basically, (sighs) annoying. So, the solos, the solos that are definitely happening this week are Chloe and Mackenzie. Mm -hmm. Abby says. In regards to Maddie getting a solo, she says that they, before this, like, before last week happened, that they had been, that they registered Maddie to have a solo that week, this coming, this week. Before the Joffrey thing, they were registering for this week, and they registered Maddie to to have a solo. And she was like, I didn't think you were going to forget, so I assumed you were doing a solo this week. But, and then she says, like, but you're not going to do it. She says, you have a slot, but you're not doing a solo. Yeah, because of your mess up right which is just like confusing it's just confusingly well, it sets worded up for yeah and it, it's like come on guys like what are we doing yeah um there's a trio this week with chloe brook and Paige. excuse me sorry so gross um and then there's a group number called i want it now and it's the rich bratty girl stereotype with just like a big old heaping bowl of misogyny on the yep. side Why do we always do this to little girls? I don't know. It's so annoying, dude. It's so annoying to me. Like, why? Why? Why, why, why? And I I had a thought during this of, like, well, maybe Abby's catering to the judges and she's doing this because she thinks this is what they want to see, but she does it so often that there's no way that's the case. Yeah,
1: She is misogynistic. She,
0: yeah, I...
1: I mean, I, I did have to say, okay, this is a horrible theme. I don't like the theme. But at least we're not talking about... At least we're not talking about boys. Yeah. At least we're not talking about being like strippers are naked. Yeah. <laughs> like we're all not these doing other... Chicago <laughs> like we did
0: last week, which is like so inappropriate. It's yeah. insane.
1: It is a bit more appropriate, but it's just sending the wrong message to these little girls.
0: Yeah. And it's it's very frustrating, too, because the girls are... The theme of the dance is how like materialistic and egotistical and vapid women are but the mechanic of communicating that is this very intense dancing process. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're you need to cover up and cancel out how talented you are by making it look easy and looking like an airhead and being yeah. ditzy on stage like why why and uh, it's so annoying. People, I also don't think Abby's creative. No, That's, I, she's not. She does, she does not express any sort of creativity ever. And it's evident in the fact that she only does death of children and sexualization of children. Yeah. That's it. Those are her two modes. Uh and it's it's just so frustrating because there are so many. I mean, you were a dancer for forever. Yeah. There are so many there things. There are so many things. And that she we've done. consistently picks this for, yeah. for what? For what? Yeah. For the so stupid. For the clout. Ugh, it's so stupid. I hate it. And you're just sending the wrong message to these children constantly that all the girls are worth mm-hmm. is either being sexualized, being killed and being spooky or being materialistic and vapid. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Anyway, the girls spread out, start rehearsal. The moms go upstairs. And of course, the moms start talking about last week because that there's a lot to talk about. Um, Holly says, I just want her to do her job valid I mean period okay Okay. like that's it she's like she left early she wasn't sitting with us she didn't see all all the dances because she was pouting in the room she didn't go to awards I just want her to do her job yeah and
1: previously I think it was before this Abby said I don't get paid to go to stay at the competitions that's not what I'm paid for
0: but then the moms up here saying this is part of our fee and she's not doing exactly Christy's like no that's definitely like a line item on our contract is that we're paying for her to go to these competitions to critique us and give us support and like be the person who's representing the brand. It's not yeah. supposed to be us. It's supposed to be her. She talks all the time about how this is her reputation. Where is she? Yeah, Holly just, I just want her to do her job. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, The other moms are also mad, but Melissa, like the, like Christy and Kelly and Holly are mad about the, the weekend in general or the mm-hmm. week in general. Like they're mad about this bigger picture thing. The only reason Melissa is mad is because Abby lied to her because Melissa is saying that during awards, when Abby and Melissa stayed back, Melissa is admitting that she did not go to awards like I thought last week. Yeah, you mentioned that last week. She didn't. She's saying she didn't go. And she's saying that Abby took her into the bathroom and told her that she needed to go home to see her mom because her mom is really sick. And then Melissa called her the cab that we saw Mm -hmm. and- took her to the airport and she went home yeah or or took her home or wherever um and she is like i'm just mad she lied to me melissa are you dumb yeah are you dumb that's a legitimate question are you dumb or are you stupid are you are you kidding yeah if which i don't think she legitimately thought that i i for reasons that i'll get into in a minute but she says, I'm just mad that she lied to me. Yeah, I don't know how much of this is true. Are you dumb? Like, it's so stupid. Um, and then Holly is like, well, Melissa, you're always claiming that you and Abby are friends. And a friend wouldn't do that to a friend. Oh, I-, I said, pop off. Holly also, again, period. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Holly stays right. Um, And the Christy <laughs> and Kelly are like, well, if she lied you should go confront her Melissa Mm -hmm. you should go tell her that you're frustrated and Melissa's like I'm not gonna do that that's not what's gonna happen but then Chrissy's like well at least this week we're not gonna see Kathy and then she does an impression of Kathy that is really funny and really spot on like it It really sounded, really (laughs) sounded like Kathy um and then we cut to Ohio and we only see Kathy for like half a second in this Taylor comes back. They give her a cake that is so ugly. It was, it this was insane. the most cringy encounter. Yeah. They
1: all jumped up and went, welcome
0: back. Yeah. Cause Taylor had like broken her ankle or something and now they, you know, whatever. And they like very ceremoniously, like take her walking boot off and like throw her crutches away. It's like, yeah. this is so much so guys. extra. And then Kathy's like, well, we're just going to keep training so that we can keep beating the Abby Lee dancers and blah, 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 whatever. And then we don't see them for the rest of the episode. So we see them for like a flash in the pan. And then that's it. Um, back in Pittsburgh. So Chloe is doing a solo. Um, and Abby again describes this number as hot, hot, which again, how annoying. Yeah. Um. She says, it's hot, it's short, and let's just hope she doesn't forget it. Like, so we're really. I wrote that down word for word. We're like building the confidence of our students. We're really teaching our kids to believe in themselves. And I
1: asked, I turned to Amanda and I was like, has Chloe ever really forgotten? a full dance before and run off the stage no she is not
0: this is not something that chloe's unless i'm wrong which i could be misremembering but i think every time she's forgotten something she's just something minor
1: and then she finished you know she finishes the dance which is what a good dance i mean that's what ideally you do you can forget stuff that happens but
0: yeah yeah. abby says that this week chloe is serving maddie's role because Mm -hmm. she's the leader of she's having she has a solo. She's this like lead part in the group routine. And this is where I have, well, at least we're not re- beating around the bush about it anymore. Yeah. At, least we're, not at least we're being honest that Maddie, that Abby thinks Maddie is the leader. Mm-hmm. She's putting that on Maddie. And then <laughs> Christy, it's the end of the day. Christy's like, are we done? And they're getting up to go and they go down to the front desk. Cause they're like leaving. And Christy goes, Melissa, she says, Melissa, <laughs> don't you have some words for Abby? And, and if you do, I would like to hear them. Christy, I see you yeah. as a fellow pot stirrer bestie like you need to you need to at least pretend to lie a little bit but she's like melissa you want to you want to fight got... you want to go tell abby you want to you want to yeah. go fight and i want to hear it i want to sit yeah. and watch this unfold. and melissa is not interested in not, this at all like she does all. not want to be not confronting abby and melissa opens this really strong argument by saying that the moms are giving her a lot of slack for maddie she means flack yeah giving you a lot of flack but she says they're giving me a lot of slack which is not the word you're looking for correct um and i think at this point that the moms need to let it go i think the moms are right a million percent i think abby is a moron and i think that the moms have made it clear their opinions and their beliefs about the situation yes and abby knows where they stand abby knows that she's been caught with her pants down like she gets it Mm mm-hmm the more you berate her... The it's just mo- getting worse and, she's worse, getting and worse. worse She's never going to let this one go. And she's never going to concede and say you were right. No. Ever. She's just not that. She's not built like that. She's not built with forgiveness in her bones. So just let, let this one go. Like, you're right. Hold on to the fact that you're right for forever. And stop giving mm-hmm. her a reason to scream at you. Um... They, like, kind of have a scuffle and Abby is, like, kick rocks and, like, whatever. Abby says,
1: you can't be here. Call 911. Get her out. (laughs) Yeah. She looks at Gianna
0: and she's like, call 911. Get them out. Okay. Whatever, Okay. Okay three days out from the competition we're seeing mckenzie's solo it's got lots of tricks she did you see her hair (laughs)
1: okay did you see her rehearsal out like what she was her outfit yes the ruffle the pink ruffles on her butt and then it was like a cheetah print well and
0: then the pink ruffle there was also a pink ruffle that went down her spine Yeah. and then it was like pink ruffles on her butt it was (laughs) so much it was a lot and but then the top was also like neon cheetah print. pink ruffles like what this is? It couldn't be any more twenty twelve if it tried. Like, like and also, dang. why is she put that to rehearsal? That's like a. I don't know. I do not know. Her hair is like basically down, and she mm-hmm. has like two very loose buns on the uh, either side of her head, on either side of her head. And every time she spins, one of them falls out. Yeah. Like she is a mess. She. I said this at the beginning of like this whole series that Mackenzie always looks like she's recovering from a bad night. Yeah. Like always. Yeah. She always looks like she woke up at like. 3 p.m. can't find her phone can't find her keys there was some- sick like she always looks like that and
1: one of her talking heads she was wearing these pigtails too that were like teased yes. up and i was
0: like yeah <laughs> it is so 2012 it's insane um her rehearsal is going really well and abby's like you're doing great she applauds her a bunch yeah, she, of times. yeah she clapped for she her tricks look good yeah. like she looks like she's got a good grip on it so that's great um Then we cut to the group routine and Abby says in her talking head that she doesn't know if Chloe is ready to lead the number, Mm -hmm. which is annoying because if you don't think that you shouldn't set your kids up for failure, but that another conversation for another day, I guess Um, the moms are back up top in the Lido deck and the moms are mad that Melissa didn't stand up to Abby the way she said she would. So Christie is, is claiming that last night when we had the scuffle at the front desk and Abby was like, call nine one one. She, uh, Christy is claiming that they, as a group decided that Melissa would go downstairs and confront Abby and would say, why did you lie to me? You're a bad friend, all these things. And that the other moms would have Melissa's back and like, stand up for her. Christy's like, Melissa always complains that she is, uh, you know, by herself, that we don't stand up for her. So we were going to do that here. But then when we got downstairs, Melissa waffled under the pressure and didn't say anything. Why my question to you, Kendall why on earth would Melissa stand up to Abby? What? No, there's good, no reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Melissa stays winning. Her kids get she preferential does. treatment constantly. Why yeah. on earth would Melissa ever stand up to Melissa's Abby and living the that? dream compared to every other are mom and dancer. Ki- like, are you kidding? I don't think Melissa's a good mom. I think she kind of sucks, but she's got a sweet gig. Part yeah. of the reason she sucks is because she's using her kids. She's using, you know, she's like abusing mm-hmm. this, um, this, like, preferential treatment that Abby has going on. Part of the reason I hate Melissa is because she does shady things to get her kids and herself in good graces with Abby. Yeah. Uh, And that's what this is. Like, why would she ever do that? And I I don't think Melissa –
1: I mean, they didn't show Melissa the day before ever agreeing to –
0: yeah, that feels like Kelly or Christy was projecting. Yeah. hundred percent. Because Melissa. Melissa's
1: literally was like, uh, it's okay. Like I don't need yeah, to. Don't really I'm just to. upset that she lied, but that's it. Like Yeah. She wasn't on um, as yeah, on board with that. We can tell that she, she doesn't really want
0: to confront Abby. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense for her to do that. It makes sense for people like Kelly to confront Abby, because Kelly has nothing to lose. Yeah. Kelly's known Abby for forever and her kids are always on the bottom of the pyramid no matter how good excuse me, no matter how good they are. Mm-hmm. So Kelly's got nothing to lose. Melissa has a lot to lose. Abby, or um, Maddie and Mackenzie have a lot to lose. They're always, like, towards the top, especially Maddie. So it doesn't make sense for Melissa to confront Abby and make things worse. That literally makes no sense. Anyway, so we see the trio rehearsal. Maddie is a swing in the trio. I don't feel Um, like they normally have swings. No. This is not a thing. She just did it because she was one time oh kendall was a swing because jill was like why don't you just give why isn't she just in the number it was like a whole thing but usually usually this is something no um there are different points where maddie is basically not she's not a swing she's like a teacher's assistant yeah because at different points abby is like maddie can you demonstrate this Or like, Maddie, keep an eye on Chloe. and Make sure she's getting all the right counts. Like, yeah, Maddie's on a swing. She's a supervisor.
1: (laughs) This literally gave me... So I don't know if you know anything about Martha Graham. But -hmm. Martha Graham was the founder of Contemporary Modern Dance. And she would sit and watch these rehearsals. And she wasn't technically a dancer at this point. But she was watching these Contemporary Dance rehearsals happening. And... One day, I don't know how it came about, but she came up and she demonstrated she could do the whole dance perfectly in front of everyone, but she had never been in the dance group before. It just gave me Martha Graham vibes. I was like,
0: yikes. So she was a,
1: like, she created, well, she was one of the founding people for modern, which is not lyrical per se. It's much more angular. Flexed feet. Yes. The flexed feet kind of vibe, much more poses, re- repetitive moves over it, but yeah. it's a little bit different dancing than most people have seen. If you sure. go to like a dance concert at a college, you'll see some co- actual yeah. modern contemporary dance, um, but it just gave me those kind of vibes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're like, you cannot do this, girl. Yeah, You don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, um, it's just very strange. Uh, Kelly thinks that the choreography recently looks really stupid. She says it's a lot of posing. And it's just a lot of walking around. Yeah. And it's just dumb. And she's she says, this is a sentiment that's echoed later on in the episode, but this is where we first start hearing how rudimentary and immature the choreography is and how it's just like, this is nothing. There's nothing yeah. of substance here. Um. Then we see Chloe's solo rehearsal. Nia, Paige, and Maddie watch Chloe do this like rehearsal and then give her feedback. Mm-hmm. Which is so stupid and so unhealthy and all the bad things in the world. It
1: really gave me PTSD. Uh, did you? Were you? Who oh, were we you, were did you this Chloe all, or the ones sitting? On I've the floor? done both. I've been both. Uh, it's pretty common, but generally, I'd say that the studios I were I was in would say, "Give us one good thing, one thing that they could work yes. on." And it wasn't. Abby was very much like, "What she do bad? What was yeah? Wrong? Tell her what she did wrong." Yes, not which good. not not, not good. how you do no. not how you do that as an uh, educator, but. Yeah, it really just gave me PTSD because we would have yeah. to critique our, we would get Oof. a partner, like we'd split our group dances in half and I'd have a partner and i have to watch that partner. And then in front of everyone, I would say, you need to work on this.
0: I hate that. Yeah. When I was a teacher, I we would do things that were similar. We would give constructive criticism, but mm-hmm. we did a compliment sandwich, right? Yeah. Where you had a, a thing they did well, a thing that needs work and a thing they did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also would tell my students that the difference between giving constructive criticism and being a jerk is that it, with constructive criticism, it's something that's specific and it's something that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're just giving, if you're just being mean, yeah. that's not helpful, that's not specific, you're just being a jerk. I had one dance studio that was good about
1: explaining that. Another but one like, was But like, they're not.
0: also like single digit aged children. Yeah. They are young for this kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and you're right, Abby frames it by saying, tell her what she did wrong. Tell yeah. her what she did that was bad. Not like, how can we be helpful? Yeah. Or like, I also understand the benefit of like, you can hear the same criticism from your teacher for 10 years and but it, hearing it from someone else can be beneficial, yes. Exactly. This, that's not what this, this is. This
1: could have gone down in a much better way than it did.
0: Yeah. This is so unhelpful and so scary. Um, but they do it and whatever. Okay, the group rehearsal is next. Brooke is not there. Did you see that? I did notice they don't that. talk about it though. So maybe she like Oh, well, I noticed
1: someone was missing because I'm like, there's only like four dancers yeah, it was practicing Brooke. right
0: now. Yeah, okay. But it's never brought up, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just it whatever. Um, Abby, straight up in her talking head, says that if the group wins or loses, depends on Chloe. Just coming yeah. right, you know, before we even get to the competition, I want everyone to know if we bomb, it is this child's it's fault. It's Chloe's fault. No one else's. It's not mine. It's not the other children. It's not that the judges just didn't like the vibe. It is Chloe specifically mm-hmm. who is going to ruin everything for us. Or if we win, it will only be Chloe, which like we know that's not true. Yeah. We know she would not as actually As soon as they win, it would be. It would be Abby. Yeah. yeah. Her reputation was Whatever. saved. <laughs> I bullied them enough and they got it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gianna is in this group rehearsal um, and she's working with Chloe and Chloe says that her hip hurts. She sits. Yeah. Um, Christy brings her ice and says like, I would rather you sit and rest for a minute and be prepared Then keep rehearsing and hurt yourself which great parenting listen to your body we love to see it um and then she gives chloe a little kiss and she says and then she leaves and chloe's like thank you for the eyes and she that was cute was like i love them so much i could die that was sweet um
1: also i'm so glad that didn't happen in an abby rehearsal Oh, or she would have been like, get
0: up, you know, yeah. like snap your leg off. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. would have been, it would have been awful. But yeah, Gianna, was, Gianna like, was great about it. What hurts? Let's have her sit. Let's have her yeah. get ice. Yeah, totally. Um, Abby. And we find out that the reason why Gianna is running this rehearsal is because Abby is in the small studio with Maddie mm-hmm. working on the solo from last week that maddie forgot but the thing is the way that they put this in the tv show made it seem
1: like it was just happenstance that she walked into the room she's like oh you're practicing oh it's good to
0: see you're working let Let me let me see you run through it (laughs) it's so stupid because the way that they frame this episode the, the setup is that maddie has this entrance this like registration as a solo but they're pulling it but then we see Maddie and Abby working on it. And Mm -hmm. so the show wants you to think that by the time we get to the competition, Maddie's going to have a solo. Yes. We're going to get to that eventually, but that's, that is the path we're headed down Mm -hmm. is like putting two and two together to be like, well, if she already has a slot, she's already registered and she's been working with, with Abby, she's probably going to just enter at the last minute. What's interesting about this is that it seems like Abby just wants to prove to herself that Maddie can do it. Yeah. Like, I need to know for my benefit as Abby Lee Miller that my student does remember the thing I taught them. Yes. It felt very strange. Yeah. It was very strange. And And her
1: language, too, during this. Yes. Yeah. She's like, can you do it for me? I need to make sure.
0: I need to make sure that you can do this. I need to know that you can do this. Yeah. And she says, um, you need to be ready with this number all the time because you never know when I'm just going to throw you out and make Mm -hmm. you do it which, okay, like that's not true. putting more pressure on her that, you know, yeah. Yeah, again, trying to lean more into that setup of Maddie's going to have a solo this week. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're now there. We're at the competition place. We leave Pittsburgh. We go to LA. Abby sees that Maddie is listed in the program because of that registration. She claims that she canceled, that she, like, withdrew this registration, but it's still in there. It's still in the program. And so she says... I mean, if I go out there and scratch it, it's going to look really bad on me. Yeah. So why don't we just have Maddie do a solo? And Christy smells what's going on. And it cuts to her hearing this conversation that Abby is whispering to Melissa and then her rolling her eyes and then her talking head of like, of course, this is what we were doing. Of course. Like, duh, this is what this whole thing has been leading up to this whole time. Of course, this is what we're doing. Um... Also, Abby, like I said, she claims that if she scratches it, it looks really bad. Since when you pull people's numbers all, all the, the time. time, all the like, time? What you pulled Paige's number because she looked at you funny. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It, it looks since when, girl? Since when does this look bad on you? But that's her excuse of like, why well, can't pull things it and look again. bad? Yeah. yeah. Um. So Abby asks Maddie to do it. She's like, "Can you do the solo from New Jersey now? Since you're already in the program." And Maddie goes maybe next week. Yeah. And Abby's like, no, what about right now? Like she's waiting for Maddie to just fall in line. And Maddie's like, no, I could probably do it next week though. And in her talking head, she says that Maddie says that she's struggling with confidence. Mm -hmm. She's like, last week was really hard. It was really embarrassing. And right now I'm just struggling with believing in myself. It's not addressed. Like no one ever talks about this like confidence issue that this child is going through no one's addressing it, but that is what Maddie's claiming is her um, you know, what's keeping her from doing that. Yeah. Her reservation. Well, and I'm
1: sure because last week she forgot the solo and it's she's never done that before. Right. This is not who she is as a dancer. That's mm-hmm. not this pedestal that she's been put on, you know. Totally. So I would my confidence would be drained at that point.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it either. And so she Abby's like, okay, whatever. We see the trio is about to go. Some of these other groups that they show in the super cuts before, their, before the, the Abby Lee Center for the School of the Arts mm-hmm. Dancers goes on, their costumes are ugly as sin. Yeah. Well, it's 2012, so. It is hateful. Yeah. So there was a, a duo that was wearing basically galaxy jeggings from head to toe. Yeah. It was ugly as sin. I think I wore something very similar to that. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Rotted, gutted, ugly. Awful clothing. Uh, trio goes first. Honestly, these costumes kind of suck, too. They're not... They're fine. Like, they're, they're just... They're just... They look, like, haphazardly thrown together. Yeah. But like, whatever. They weren't on anything special. Abby's not even really watching. She's kind of watching through, like, a like a hand over her eyes, but then, like, her fingers are split, yeah. like, watching through her fingers. Um. And I'm not a dancer. I've never claimed to be a dancer. But I feel like this choreography was too simple. It was
1: really slow for... I feel like the music, it yeah. was just not the same vibe the music was giving off. And also, yeah, it was just, I've seen them do better. That was yeah. not.
0: That was not very good. It's not that they didn't execute it well. It's that the choreography wasn't Well, good. and I think that maybe she was
1: simplifying. I don't know. Maybe, where there's this whole idea that the dances right now are not as good. But yeah. maybe she thought, oh, this group can't do as well as other groups, yeah, other trios have. So I'm not going to give them good choreography. I'm just going to give them simple stuff so they don't win and just to prove that they
0: can't yeah oh that's so annoying yeah um there's a kick that Paige misses mm-hmm. and abby notices it Paige says she notices it and christy in her interview says like it's the end of the world she's like mm-hmm. i saw Paige miss the kick abby's gonna be so mad and she's gonna tell Paige, like it is the end of the abby Lee dance company because you forgot a kick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which i love was really funny um and then abby comes back into the room after it's over and is like well 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 like that was awful whatever and she's like well you know i hope we still like you know place because you missed a kick Paige. and kelly goes we're not gonna lose because Paige missed a kick we're gonna lose because your choreography sucks yeah <laughs> which is so great i Literally. love kelly if only for the fact that she We'll put Abby Lee Miller six feet mm-hmm. under the ground mm-hmm. every week. It's amazing. We're not going to lose because my daughter missed a We're going to lose because your choreography is trash. Yeah, amazing. And yeah. Kelly does incredible. She's some of the go- best liners. I feel she, like absolutely. She always is. When if if there's like even a hint of a fight, Kelly is yeah. like, "Who are we fighting? Yeah. Let's go." She's ready to go. All I feel the time. like when I watched this as a
1: child, I didn't appreciate yeah her because totally. i just wasn't there but like now watching it
0: back like, come on kelly, kelly. Yeah. <laughs> she kills me um okay McKinsey solo time she i just have like she's so small omg she's, she's like tiny. short she's little itty bitty baby um the prop is like a giant high-heeled shoe mm-hmm. that she can stand on yeah. did you see the high heel chairs that they used to sell at like target and walmart back in 2012 yeah yeah I wanted one of those chairs so badly Mm. and I couldn't get one because my mom was like, it's going to take up too much space in your room and you're not going to like it once it's in your room and whatever. But like, holy hell, I wanted one of those high heel suede chairs so bad and i saw it and i was like i wish i had one. like even now i'm like i want a chair i want a high heel chair hey you're an adult it, now you can get i one. could honestly <laughs> oh there's they were so cool i don't know where you'd find one and, and one of my friends had one really yes oh, and i, was I like, Look it. at that chair it's so cool yeah, yeah. When my they were also had like things. really expensive like too expensive for what it was yeah. you know what i mean and so my mom was like this is stupid like you know whatever but Boy, howdy! I wanted one of those high heel chairs mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> so she that prop, seeing that prop that Mackenzie was dancing on, I was like, uh, the high heel mm-hmm. chair! <laughs> I wanted it so bad. Mackenzie, um, <laughs> while we were watching this, Mackenzie does a a move that I cannot explain. It's incredible. It's but she, her hands are on her, her hands, hands are, are on, on top heel. of the heel, yeah.
1: and her <laughs> back goes like from arched, it, arched like, to rounded, arched like like cat
0: cow kind yeah, of thing. cat cow. <laughs> Kindle while we're watching Kindle is like me at the club It's literally <laughs> I and I'm being absolutely dead serious it was like so literally funny. me it was so me at the club I have done that move before oh, at hilarious. bars. um so Mackenzie is like going through this she slips during her solo mm-hmm. and she like out of the falls. one of the back springs. yeah she slips and says she's hurt and she finishes the move and then just stands there because she feels like she can't move. Mm-hmm. She can't finish because she's hurt. Um, and so she gets off stage and she's like sobbing and her friend's like, you did so good. And she's like, I'm hurt. Whatever. Yeah. She, this, nothing ever comes out of this. She's fine.
1: No. And Abby's but, just like, what was, what happened? What happened? And yeah. she's like, I hurt myself. She's like, Oh, okay. That's it. Then she's like, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> again, playing favorites again. Cause openly. you're Maddie's little sister. Exactly. Um, and when they get back to the green room, Melissa is trying to calm down Mackenzie. And Abby says, Melissa, when you're finished with her, send her to me. Mm-hmm. So she's like, When you're done being the mom, I will also be a mom. Yeah. yeah. Which is so gross to me. And I, and also, again, not something Abby has ever done for any other child, literally. No, ever.
1: but it's literally because we saw two pep talks during this whole episode. Yeah. One was
0: for Maddie. Yep. One was for Mackenzie. And the, the, The times that Abby was talking one-on-one with Chloe were all fear-based. Yes. Everything else is negative. (laughs) It was just like, this is my reputation. Get it together. Don't fail. Don't be the worst. Blah, blah, blah. But any sort of like tenderness or like conjoling happens with either Maddie or Mackenzie this episode and nobody else. So after this like hubbub with Mackenzie, Abby takes Maddie outside and is like, I really want you to do a solo. Yeah. she's just for whatever reason can't get over it and so she tries to give her this pep talk and maddie is pretty adamant she's like i really don't want to do this
1: yeah she said i don't want to let you down but i don't feel comfortable doing
0: it oh i gotta sneeze oh maybe later um yeah maddie thank you maddie says i don't want to make you mad but i don't feel ready and i'm sorry yeah so sad but abby's like okay whatever (laughs) chloe's about to go on for her solo Abby is being a punk to Chloe, but Christy is the best mom ever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Don't mess up, blah blah blah, whatever." Chloe, after uh, Chloe's done t- like being berated by Abby, she goes and sits on her mom's lap, and she's her mom's like, "You can do this. Like, you're really talented. Yeah, you know how to do this dance. If you're you incredible. forget, just
1: make something up. But you won't forget, so it'll be okay."
0: Exactly. Yeah. And she says like, "All that you have to do now is believe in yourself," mm-hmm. which is not something I can do for you. So you have to do that for yourself. But I believe in you. Yeah. I'm like, oh. She's so really sweet. sweet. I love her. Um, uh, Chloe's backstage. Maddie is sitting in the audience with her mom, and the announcer calls Maddie's name for her dance. Mm-hmm. And at Maddie goes into a panic. She starts crying. Yeah. Her eyes are getting huge. She's darting around looking for, I think, looking for Abby. Like doesn't know what to do. And Melissa smacks her like palm on Maddie's <laughs> forehead and leans forward and looks at judges, and she goes. She's sick, which is like fully a lie. And I don't know. She's
1: going to dance later anyhow in the group. And like,
0: I don't know what, like, just say she's, she's right here. She's not going. Like, why do you have to lie about it? She's sick. She's sick. And she's (laughs) like going, looking around like frantic. what is going on, girl? All the
1: people you could see in the background, all the people were like, watching the drama
0: happen yeah, it's so stupid the judges don't know who she is so mm-hmm. you could have just sat there and they never they wouldn't have been like that girl over there no. was supposed to de- like no it's one literally knows. maddie who everyone has the name maddie it's like, like it's not come on ladies this is ridiculous uh, but i do feel bad for maddie because she is kind of freaking out yeah She's crying
1: well and abby know. said that she was going to let yeah. the people know and that, then she didn't no because she said this twice she yeah. said i scrapped it before we came yep It was still on the list. And then she said, I scrapped it after she talked to Maddie at the competition, still said her name. So
0: clearly Abby's. I think she was holding out because I think. Yeah. I think the producers and Abby thought that they could bully Maddie into doing it. And Maddie was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Which is good for her. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, Melissa, she's sick. She's sick. Whatever. The announcer announces Chloe's solo. Mm -hmm. The solo title is called Keep Burning. Yes. The announcer announces deep burning. Oh, did he really? <laughs> just sounds to me like a number about like STIs. Yeah. <laughs> like deep burning. No, no, no. Keep, keep burning. Keep burning. Um, the, Christy says that these, she's like, you know, Chloe has only been doing this for a week. These other kids have been practicing for months. Yes.
1: Isn't that true? That is 100% true. I
0: had a student who was a competitive dancer and I went, they like his family invited me to see one of his competitions. Mm -hmm. And I asked his mom, like, is this like dance moms where they learn new stuff every week? And she was like, Oh no, this is the only solo he'll know for the whole season. Yeah, Is that, so this is very much.
1: And when I watched this, watched this as a kid, I thought that my dance studio and I never really did competition, competition. Um, but I thought my dance studio was slacking because I watched oh. dance moms and I was like, why do they learn new dances every week when we just had the same dance for the whole entire season? That's probably why I'm a bad dancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, but actually, no, it's most dance studios only learn like Two group dances Dang. and then you know however many solos.
0: But you know the one solo. And you know for one like solo months.
1: for yeah. You're not going to learn a new solo every week. So the fact that these kids are expected to learn that many dances every single week yeah. is literally
0: insane. Yikes. Probably Yikes. good Yikes. for their Yikes. brain though.
1: I mean it. Probably. I mean
0: yeah. But also terrifying. But a lot for their body. Yeah. Um. Christy says shoot that like Chloe was great. The costume that Chloe's in is supposed to be like reminiscent of flames. Yeah because Chlo- her solo's hot <sighs> yeah but christy also says something that she says something like chloe is really good at being in touch with the girl on fire mm-hmm. metaphor and i was like oh ding 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 and i googled it and the hunger games came out two months before this episode yes. aired so i think even though they would have filmed this way before that like this girl's on fire moment it was, was very like yeah. yeah very much trying like in- to the time yeah absolutely um, in the green room working on the group number. Again, Abby takes Maddie outside to ask her or to tell her basically like how cool it would have been for her to go. Yeah. I really would have appreciated, like, stop, stop, stop. stop. It's late. over. It's too late. We've like her name got announced. It's over. Knock it off. Stop it. And Maddie is like, I'll do it next week. I'm sorry. Like, you're just punching down yeah. at this point on this poor kid who already feels bad. What's the point of this? Why are you yeah. talking to her like this? It's so annoying. Um, okay, group number time. Abby thinks the number is like cute, but she's like, I don't know how far cute'll get us in California, which is like, I don't understand uh-huh. why the longevity of something being cute is a regional experience. I don't know. but like whatever, <laughs> okay. Um, the entrances where they're all coming in doing their own mm-hmm. thing is so good. Yeah, they're spaced out really well. well they're doing their own thing, like, and like Abby good.
1: mentions this later. She says, yeah. That these, these dancers are all really good individually, but when it comes to dancing together, that's the they don't one. match up, which is something that is very valid. Even as like in choir, Totally. Um, if, totally. You, if you, if you're all great individual singers, that doesn't mean your voices are going to blend. That doesn't Absolutely. mean your dance moves are going to blend. So that's a valid point, but also you're, that's your fault. You're training these kids to dance like each <laughs> other and you're not doing it. Yeah. So the
0: call's coming from inside the house. Yeah. You're doing that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the the group number is what it is. So we get to the solos, solo awards. Excuse me, we get to the awards, solo awards. Mackenzie gets tenth, which is fine. fine. She because she hurt you know. herself and
1: didn't finish it. But
0: right. <coughs> Sorry, my cat's being strange. What is she doing? She's looking at me. Okay, she looks okay. like she's about to pounce. Do it, I dare you. <laughs> uh, no, we're just gonna lick the mic stand. Okay, great. Um, Chloe gets fifth, and she said. Hey, can you stop biting the mic stand? I can hear that. What a weirdo. Liza. <laughs> She's going goblin. <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey. Hey. Hey, knock it stop. off, dude. For real. Stop. <laughs> knock away. it off. Go away. Just She's go just away. gonna bite your hand. <laughs> I know, I was afraid of that. Liza, chill. <laughs> what a weirdo. Okay. Um yeah, Chloe gets fifth and Abby's like in my assessment of Chloe's solo it was fair to good.
1: Okay, but then we know um Christy said that this was her favorite solo that she's seen Chloe do before. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Which so, I also think Christy's a mom who is like they're all my favorites. Yes.
1: <laughs> she does it a lot. But she was very she I mean, it was good. And, and, yeah, and she, Chloe also won first last week. So for True. her to say that this is her favorite solo after her daughter just won first place with a different solo.
0: Yeah. That's a kind
1: of a bigger statement.
0: Totally. So, Yeah. But Abby's like, it was fine. Yeah. Um, the trio gets third. And Christy's like, that makes sense. It was about with the choreography we were given with the difference between. Hey, now you're biting my, my mic stand. Stop it. Weirdo. Stop. You have so many toys all over this apartment. Go play with literally anything else. What a weirdo. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, uh, where was I? Oh, the trio. Chrissy thinks it was as good as it could be with the different types of dancing, with the choreography that was not that great, all these things. Yeah. Um, the group number gets fifth, which Mm -hmm. is not great. No. Um, we get back to the green room. Abby's like, come here, girls. I want to talk to all of you, which that doesn't ever happen because as they're corralling all the girls, Kelly wants to fight. And which I love. But Kelly is like, or Abby t- like gets all them together for like half a second. And she starts getting on to a couple of the girls about their turns. And Kelly's like, yeah, but you work with Maddie and Chloe on their turns all the time. So, of course, they look better. Mm-hmm. these girls don't get time with you. She's like, it's your job. Teach them how to be better at turning. Yes. Again, your job. Again, yeah. And And Abby's like, they're at the same studio. They can just use another teacher. And Kelly's like, that's not the point. The point is that there are other girls who are better because you make a more intentional effort with girls that are not them. Yeah. So stupid. And then, excuse me, Abby is like going off on Kelly too and tells Kelly, it's like, Kelly, stop being so stupid, Mm -hmm. which is really annoying. She says, oh, let me back up. Let me back up. She's saying, like, work with my kids on their turns. And she looks – Abby looks at Brooke and is like, okay, Brooke, do 30 – what are they called? 32 fotes, which are just a turn with your leg out and you bring them in and oh, the leg goes yeah. out and then back in. And then back, she's like, know. do 30 of those right now. Which is like, she can't yeah. do that right now. And it's like, Abby – and but she mispronounces the name of the yeah. movement. And then Abby calls her stupid. She's yeah. like, Kelly, stop being so stupid all the time. And Kelly's like, I am not stupid, <laughs> which is true. Kelly's not true. stupid. She's not very articulate, but she's not stupid. No. Um. And Kelly's like, your choreography is just bad, and it's stale, Abby. You're stale. And Abby, Kelly says, maybe Chris, maybe I should go somewhere else. And then she says, me and Christy. She's like, me and my girl are gonna roll out of here. She's me and Christy. And Abby gets. I mean, Abby is in Kelly's... Like, they look like they're about to kiss. She's in (laughs) Kelly's face. And she goes, Christy and I, you idiot. And then walks away. Like, Abby is so stupid in this episode. She's, she, like, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Abby's biggest and best argument is I'm right because you're wrong. Yeah. There's no substance to her arguments ever. And so she knows she's been caught. She knows that Kelly's right. And the only thing she can think of to bother her about is the fact that she used improper grammar when threatening to leave her studio. <sighs> Ridiculous. That's a lot. And that's it. That's how the episode ends. Dang. Yay. Well, <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> that's it folks. Um, and then next week. Yeah. More drama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you have any other thoughts about the episode that we didn't get to? I
1: think let me, yeah, I think we hit it all.
0: Dang. Um, what is your song? Okay, for this week, girl boss. I told Amanda that. Yeah, you, I'm excited. She's gonna be excited, <laughs> but I really—I don't know what it is you just said. I would be excited about.
1: I don't know if she's actually gonna be excited. I really just <laughs> don't want her
0: to hate me for because I know I told, you're gonna put this on the playlist now. It's true. I I want to also. I told Kendall a story that I also want to. I told her this off mic that me and my friend Audrey, who's been on the podcast before, you should go listen to all three of her episodes. Um. We went to go see the movie Cha Cha Real Smooth last night. Do you know what that movie's about? No, I haven't heard of it. Okay, it's so good. I want to go see it again. Like, I want to see it every night for the rest of my life. Did you ever see Tick Tick Boom? Yes. yes. Okay. So it's the same theme of being a 20 something that has no idea what's going on with your life. Okay. And it is so, the guy who is the main character wrote it and directed it. And it is Dakota Johnson is in it. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so good. And the I've have seen different interviews with um, the guy. Oh, I cannot remember his name. His last name was Ratliff. And Oscar Ratliff? No, that's not true. What's this guy's name? Something. Andrew Ratliff. Rat- Andrew is his name in the movie. Oh, Okay. Um, but it could be his name in real life. Let's see. Um, but they ask him like, "What is the um like? Why did you name the movie Cha Cha Real Smooth?" And he says it's like because Cha Cha like when you're doing the Cha Cha slide, Cooper Ratliff. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you're doing the cha-cha slide and he, the DJ gets the cha-cha real smooth, it's the part of the dance where you get to do whatever you want. Yeah. And so he's like, this, like, it's symbolic of this time post college where your life is just whatever you want it to be. Hmm. And it's like ev- there are all these other steps and all these other parts of the dance, and they're explicitly told to you, like, you do this, slide to the left, slide to the right, whatever, whatever. But then when it's cha-cha real smooth, it's like. Whatever you want to do. So Audrey, my friend Audrey, was like, "We're gonna go see." We went to a local like art house. We went to the Bell Court, and she was like, "We're gonna go see. It's gonna be so good." We went to dinner before, and she was talking about how great it was. We're getting, we're sitting down, and she's talking about how great it is. The lights in the theater are like dimming for it to start, and she looks at me and she goes, "Also, if you hate this, that's okay." (laughs) She was like, "Oh no, if you don't like it, that's also okay." I've been hyping it up a lot, and you don't have to like it. It's okay. I was like, "I probably will." Like, we have similar tastes. You and I have similar tastes. Like. If you think I'm going to be excited about the song you picked this week, I'll yeah. probably be very excited about it. So I don't know. I really don't know if you're okay. So, <laughs>
1: but I was like, ooh, should I even do this if she's going to put this on a playlist? Okay.
0: Yes, on my Spotify playlist. Yes. The Pyramid Bops.
1: Okay. Um. So, my best friend is coming into town, and you know this. Yes. In two weeks.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And we were college roommates all four years. So... We watched a lot of shows together and one of the shows that we watched together or rewatched was Big Time Rush. Uh
0: uh, uh yeah okay uh, I love we, that song.
1: So she is visiting Nashville in
0: July so that we can go to the Big Time Rush with concert Dixie together. With Dixie
1: D'Amelio? Uh, yes. 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 At yes. Uh,
0: Fifth Third Amphitheater? Yep. Mm-hmm, in Franklin. Yes. I thought about going to it, but I didn't have anybody to go with.
1: That I'm sounds so so fun. excited.
0: We're going to be so drunk. Oh, um, it's going to be so just, fun. Like, vibe out. <gasps> OMG. So anyhow,
1: I picked a Big Time Rush song because it's all I I've been listening them. to. But I picked this one because I feel like it's just really great for summer and driving in your car. Totally. With... The windows down, period. And that's what it's called. Windows down. Dang. Let's see if it'll play. Here we go. (laughs) This is so fun. I just love this song. I love that. I just love this song. And I love it's that. such a bop.
0: I love, I love Big Time Rush, One Direction, okay. Five Seconds of Summer. I didn't know I love how that you're gonna stuff. feel that I just played no. a Big Time Rush song Oh my, OMG. Podcast. I love that okay. kind of stuff. Like, I, oh, especially with like, you know, like Harry Styles' career mm-hmm. being what it is, Liam Payne being the idiot that he is, and like all these things in the media yes. right now. Yes, yes. I've been re-listening to a lot of 1D, and it is so fun. Yeah. And I also listen, longtime listeners will know I also went through a period of my life where I was re listening to No Strings Attached by NSYNC, mm-hmm. which is honestly one of the best albums ever. I think it's an album that has almost no skips. It's so good. Uh, and like that, like boy band feeling is so fun. The stall. Yeah, Are you kidding? It's, it's just so great. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, I love that. It's on the playlist. Okay, um, great. The song that I picked. Is a song called "Blow Out My Candle" by Betty Who? Okay. Who I heard this? Betty Who is famous for other reasons, I'm sure. But the thing that she's the most famous for currently is that she did the Queer Eye theme song.
1: That oh, was her, okay. yeah, thing. yeah,
0: yeah. So it's a song called "Blow Out My Candle." I'm gonna play a little bit. It's very fun. Me.
1: I'm gonna
0: fast forward.
1: You oh yeah, I like the vibes.
0: you can blow out my candle but you can't put out my fire dang Incredible. betty who really said that i love that um i was listening to it a lot during pride weekend because it's very bad mm-hmm. um liza chill
1: she's she's inviting the back of my chair for like five minutes i didn't know what was
0: happening back there it's the skirt on the bottom yeah. of the recliner that she is it's her enemy <laughs> public enemy number one liza chill i buy her all these toys and you do you see that black string over there yeah that's her favorite toy, a string. That's what I get for no. trying to provide for my child. Mm-hmm. Her favorite toy is a string. Well, dang, okay. Kendall, thank you for doing this. Yeah. Um, I have changed the structure. Um, I changed it last week. I'm not putting the end bumper at the end anymore because it doesn't make any sense to do it that way. The In the description of this episode is the link to the link tree. It's link tree slash or link, you know, like a link. Whatever tree, which it's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash the pyramid pod and so it's got the link to the spotify it's got the link to my instagram my twitter my anchor page where you can leave me a voicemail all those different things it's all on the link tree in the show notes so that's that listeners my guest i love you and i'm proud of you how sweet dang um yeah thank you for listening see you next week goodbye bye